Welcome back to the What's My Play Sports Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Justin. And we're doing things a little bit differently this week. We're going to veer away from the fantasy football trend and just talk about who we think is going to be coming out of each division and then potentially conference winners at the end of all of this. Uh, for this episode, we're going to be going over the NFC. Um, so getting right into it, the NFC East, how do you think they're going to finish? All right, so for the NFC East, in last place, got the Commanders this year. Third to last, I've got the Giants. Second place, I've got the Cowboys. And first place, i got the Eagles. For me, it's very different. Last place, I got the Giants. Third place, I got the Cowboys. Second place, I got the Eagles. And I have the Commanders winning the division. Um, yeah, we're, we're very different right off the mark. Um, I can already tell you exactly what's going to be the biggest focal point. I think Carson Wentz is hot dog water. Antonio Gibson fumbles the ball every time he runs it. Chase Young is not going to make it back on the field again this year with his ACL. It looks like he's re-aggravated it again. Um, I, I I don't know. I just don't think their offense is going to be great with Wentz. And I, I think the rest of the division, just offensively, I think the other three teams just mm -hmm. all just yeah. blow them away in terms I, of offense so performance. Before this I go any farther, I... I was not aware that Chase Young news that he was actually going to be out the rest of this year. I thought well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if he'll be is out it, this year, but he's... Yeah, it, I, like I, I made that prediction with the assumption that he'd be back by like week eight, week nine. I mean, even um, then, though, like I, I, I think it's going to be really close between the Commanders and the Eagles. The Cowboys lost four really good players and did not replace anyone. They have the injury and the offensive line in an already much weaker offensive line. I think Dak is going to struggle, and I think the defense is heavily overrated. Um, they're my third strongest team. I think they're going to finish with something like six or seven wins out of 17. Um, that's kind of where I see them at. The Eagles are trying to... It's interesting. The Eagles are making a push... As if, like, in terms of, like, building out their roster, like, they're going to try to win the Super Bowl this year. And I am the biggest Eagles fan out there. But you need a quarterback that you can rely on to make plays in big games. And Jalen Hurts is just not that. That's my main reason why I don't have him. I think Carson Wentz can do it better than Hurts. Although Hurts has a leadership ability that Carson Wentz just does not have. You and me, we're going to go back and forth on Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz, even though people say he's, as you put it, hot dog water, uh, he's had one um, season in his career where he broke double-digit interceptions. He actually, even though it's a wild ride to watch him play, he doesn't turn the ball over nearly as much as people think he does. He had a horrible completion percentage last year. Like, uncatchable say. balls galore, and I, he doesn't have a lot of big, big receivers on that team. McLaurin and McLaurin, Dotson are not big at all. McLaurin is the best receiving option he's had in his career. 
Uh, yeah, but Dotson is a young, talented player. Logan when, Thomas when you're is not throwing a bad tight end. Uncatchable balls to guys that were six foot four all over the Colts offense, and they're still not able to get their arms on it. I don't know what you're gonna do with. Well, I mean, when when he when he throws 50-50 halftime balls to the end zone, and Michael Pittman gets out jumped by a guy six inches shorter than him, and Michael Pittman only goes about two inches off the ground trying to go up for it. Like, what are you going to do? The fact of the matter is, is. Terry McLaurin can beat people one-on-one -on -one in coverage, and Carson Wentz has never had that in a receiving option. In a See, except maybe Zacherts. You're the only the person I know that says that Wentz can even put the ball there in the first place. Yeah, but that's because we're in Indiana and everybody hates Carson Wentz mm. because Jim Rose hates Carson Wentz. No, he just he Chris. He literally had terrible completion stats last year. He's not very accurate He's with the ball. Not he was right there with the rest of the pack. Most people fell between 62 and 66%, and he fell in that range. You say it's, what you want to say. He's not that far off the mark, and when you're throwing to a bunch of guys that can't get open in one-on-one -on -one coverage, the completion percentage is just not going to be as good. Believe um, what you want to believe. All right. At the end of the day, uh, <laughs> we're, we're going on from this because we're going to spend the whole fucking time talking about it. Fair enough. Um... Yeah, I mean, I've got the Giants at three just because, I mean, I think I'm not, a, I don't think Jones is going to be great this year. Receivers didn't get a lot better, but I think improved O-line, healthy Saquon, I expect their offense to be a little bit better than last year, barring injuries, but, you know, they didn't have that on their on their side last year, so, I mean, I guess we'll see this year, but... Obviously, yeah, you've got the Commanders at one. And then, yeah, I mean, the reason why I put the Eagles at one solely is just because, I mean, their O-line is great. They have a solid yeah. defense. I mean, I think the addition of A.J. Brown, I mean, you saw it. He, yeah. he's, he, you don't need Jalen Hurts to hit him with 50-yard dimes. Yeah. And so I think what, it makes it easier for Hurts to What I'll say is this. Step I, into think, it. I think the Eagles are the most likely team from this division to make the playoffs. Because even if, say, Washington or Dallas goes and wins 12 games and wins the division, the Eagles are not winning less than 10 games. Yeah. Just because of how good their offensive and defensive line are. The running game is extremely solid. You've got multiple guys that can run the ball, so you don't have to worry too much yeah. about if Miles Sanders goes down with injury. And even though I don't trust in the in the arm of Jalen Hurts a ton, he's got so much receiving talent that there's going to be production in the passing game. Yeah, and then again, when you have an O-line that's solid like theirs, I mean, you have mm -hmm. once Miles Sanders gets healthy and just the leg work of... Jalen Hurts, I mean, yeah. it's a dynamic offense, and I think mm -hmm. compared to the rest of the teams in this division, the Eagles just look the, head the, the Eagles, shoulders better. The Eagles better are the me. most rounded out, or is well-rounded team in the division. That's without a doubt. I think it's a toss-up between the Eagles and Washington, and I give the edge to who I think the better quarterback is. Not necessarily the better leader. Um... But again, the Eagles are very, very good, and I think they could be a sleeper-type team in the playoffs to make a deep run. Um, 
Moving on to the uh, NFC South. Uh, Tampa Bay, New Orleans, Atlanta, and Carolina. How do you see this thing rolling out? So, Falcons are taking dead last for sure. Uh, I think the Panthers take third. I think the Saints take second. I still think the the Buccaneers take first. And I think it's just it's the main reason is quarterback play. I just don't think the I don't think Baker, Jameis Winston are good enough quarterbacks mm -hmm. to really dethrone Tom Brady at this point. I mean, I know I don't expect the Buccaneers to be as good as they have been, but I don't think the Saints or the Panthers have really done enough this offseason to make them better. I'm with you 100%. Um, it, I didn't realize this last year. Atlanta actually finished 7-10 and 10 and the Panthers were 5-12. and 12. I didn't realize that Atlanta finished ahead of Carolina. I don't think that's going to be the case this year, losing Matt Ryan. As long as CMC can stay healthy... They, Baker's yeah, way better they, than they, Sam Darnold. The, the, like, the, skill, it, the skill positions are 100% yeah. there, and the Panthers' defense is better than the Falcons. Yeah, I um, I, yeah. I definitely agree. Mariota's a I big do, downgrade. I do want to say so. one thing, though. Last year, Tampa Bay won the division with 13 wins. I do think Tampa wins again, but I don't think they get more than 11 wins. And the main reason for that is the offensive line is nowhere near what it was last year. Not only have they lost players, they're dealing with some injuries as well. Not to mention the skill position injuries that they have that they're kind of dealing with and wrestling with. Tom Brady's going to have a lot less time to get rid of the ball. He's going to get hit a lot more. And for an older guy, I think... It's going to be a real struggle this year for him because he can't move too much. Yeah. Um, I think New Orleans could give them a run for their money because I think New Orleans has a top three defense in the NFL. But at the end of the day, the league is about scoring points, and Tampa Bay is more likely to put up big points than the Saints. Um, but I think it'll be a lot closer than a four-game difference from last year. I think it'll be one game. Yeah, I can see um, that. Do you have any other comments on this division, or should we just move on? Because I think this one's pretty nah, cut. That one, that one seemed pretty simple to me. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the NFC North. Green Bay, Minnesota, Chicago, and Detroit. What's that look like for you? We got the Bears in dead last. Yeah, they didn't get any better than last year. Um, I think the Lions take third. The Lions low-key are going to have a much better season than I think people would expect. I like what they've done with the offense. Hutchinson should be a dog on defense. I expect Okuda to hopefully stay healthy this year and put together a solid season. So I think this is where it gets dicey for me, but I think the Packers are going to be in second this year. I think the Vikings overtake them. I just... I don't know if the Packers find a true receiver one this year in that offense. And I think the big thing is, I mean, I think the Packers have been top three in touchdowns scored in the last, like, three years. And I just, like, obviously, yeah, like, Aaron Jones will probably play a much bigger role in the past game. And it'll be nice for them to have Robert Tanyan back this year. But, I mean, you lose Devontae Adams, and now you're running with, Christian Watson, who had less than 200 
college career receptions, who's just an athletic freak coming off injury. Um, I mean, Romeo Dobbs looked decent in preseason, but I mean, he was a late round pick, so he's still kind of unsure. Sammy Watkins hasn't really, you know, stayed healthy much of his career, and then they've got Randall Cobb. Like, for me, I just kind of find it hard to believe that they score anywhere near as much as they did last year. And I think you the white gets kicked me, around. Uh, say my top for you. You just jumped right in, buddy. No, I was just explaining the the top two, but gotcha. well, all right. So I I have only one difference, and I have Green Bay out of Minnesota. Yeah. I'm with you. People are sleeping on the Detroit Lions. Uh, as Pat McAfee puts it, MCDC Dan Campbell up there is doing a heck of a job. He's got his players hyped up. They got. Real talent at the skill positions. The offensive line is decent. And Jared Goff is a serviceable quarterback. Nothing crazy, but he'll do good. Um, the defense is looking much better. Um, has shown a lot of promise. And now adding Aiden Hutchinson, who's likely going to be the best defensive player out of this draft. Um, I think Detroit gets to seven wins this year. Um, I really do. Um, I don't know what the over-under is, but I would expect seven wins because I think they're talented enough. The Bears, I think, just flat-out suck. It's as simple as that. Minnesota and Green Bay, that, that's going to be an interesting battle. Um, the reason why I like Green Bay is even though the offense is not going to be as good, and I think Minnesota's offense is going to be better, last year Green Bay was 55 points better defensively than Minnesota. Um, and I just can't see how uh, the Vikings are going to overcome that offensively. Yeah, Rodgers may not put up the same numbers he did his last year without Devontae Adams, but he is still an extremely reliable quarterback that doesn't turn the ball over a ton. Kirk Cousins is very good. He had his best season ever last year, and he's still not on the same level as Rodgers. And because of that, I think that'll get Green Bay over the hump between Rodgers and the defense. But that's going to be a really interesting battle where I think both teams are fighting at 11 or 12 wins. Um, so that, that'll be really interesting. Um, what's your take on that? Anything else? Or? I mean, again, yeah, I just think Vikings have been getting better and better. New offensive coordinator coming from the Rams. Yeah. I think we both really like that, especially for the value of Justin Jefferson and uh, Allen yeah. and Cook, and I mean for the whole offense. And then again, I just I don't think the Packers will be as high octane as they have been. And mm -hmm. while yes, their defense is better, I just simply think. You know, there's going to be a lot of high-scoring games across the NFL, as there has been, and I just don't think they're going to be able to keep up with, mm -hmm. and with you know, a bunch of rookie receivers running around. I can definitely understand that. Um, it'll be close, but we'll see. The last one, and this is normally the most interesting division to debate, the NFC West with Los Angeles, Arizona, San Francisco, and Seattle. What's your top four, and then we'll go from there. So, got the Seahawks in last, which I don't think is a shocker to anybody now that Wilson has left. Um, 
I think I'm going to have to go with the 49ers in third this year just because I'm, I'm a little unsure of what Trey Lance does in his first year in terms of impact of winning. I think he'll be a great fantasy player as like guy like Jalen Hurts, but again, I just don't know how winning impactful he'll be. Um, got the got the Cardinals in second, and then uh, the Rams in first. Okay, and then you and me are a little bit different on this one. I, first off, Seattle's definitely last. I Took last last year with seven wins, lost Russell Wilson. Yeah, it's gonna be a very ugly season for them. This is where things get interesting. I have the Cardinals in third. I just don't believe Kyler Murray is a winning quarterback. I think he's an extremely talented quarterback, but I don't think it necessarily translates to wins. They're very talented across the board, but I think they're going to lose some games that they shouldn't, and I think they're going to lose important games as well. Um, I have the Rams taking second. Um... I think there's going to be a little bit of Super Bowl hangover with this group, especially as most of them have not won a Super Bowl before or been there before. Um, they're another year older, I and they lost their offensive coordinator, so the, I think the offense won't be quite as good, although I still think it'll be a top-10 offense. The reason I choose San Francisco to win this division, they got the best defense of the four teams, in my opinion, and I think Trey Lance, in terms of skill set, is the best, or is one of the best fits for that Kyle Shanahan offense. They need a guy who can not only run the ball, but can stretch the field a little bit with his arm. Garoppolo couldn't do either. Garoppolo didn't make mistakes, but Garoppolo, in my opinion, is very Alex Smith-like. He manages a game well. He makes good throws through tight windows, but doesn't have a lot of arm strength. Trey Lance has the arm strength. We'll have to see about the accuracy, but that threat will at least stretch the field a bit. And he's a dual-threat quarterback that fits the Kyle Shanahan scheme. I think San Francisco gets to 12 or 13 wins this year. Um, we'll just kind of have to see. I've also been extremely high from on Trey Lance from the get-go. I said he'd be the best quarterback from his draft. I know some people that even agree with me say it's going to take a few years to get there. But I think in terms of situation, Trey Lance couldn't have been in a better situation. Strong run game behind him, strong O-line, really good scheme for his skill set, and they got really talented receiving options there. Um, so I think people are sleeping on San Francisco a little bit, um, but I, I think San Francisco this year will make up the two-game difference between the two teams from last year. Um, What's your take on that? I mean, I I agree in theory, but you know, I, I kind of find it hard to put the 49ers over the reigning Super Bowl champions and the Cardinals until I see Trey Lance do that. Because Trey mm -hmm. Lance, again, was, you know, as raw as raw gets coming mm -hmm. into into the NFL yeah. and so it's one of those things like you were saying earlier when we were talking about the NFC or you or the NFC East where you know quarterback you know makes the big difference and for me I think Trey Lance either ends up being a light version of Lamar Jackson 
or he ends up being more along the lines of a Cam Newton. But I, I, I think, you know, Cam Newton is what the team's looking for and what the team needs to win. But just how accurate that ball, that, you know, yeah, that arm is I, really going to be I, that. I, I get that. I think there's not as much pressure on Trey Lance to make so many throws just because it's such a run-heavy offense. It's going to be very straightforward for what he does. The biggest reads oftentimes he'll have to make is if he has to pitch the ball to his running back or run it himself. Um, which is a very reactionary type thing in the game, which is very different from, like, reading a defense. So I don't think there's as much pressure on him. Um, but I do get what you're saying. I think the Rams will start off slow but make a run late. I think the Rams and the 49ers both make the playoffs. And I think the Rams can make a serious run in the playoffs. But I think San Francisco wins the division. But now on to just, who do you think comes out of the NFC for the Super Bowl? The Rams. I'm taking them back to back. I think they've got the best defense in the... They, 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 the cer- they, they certainly have the best player. They certainly have the best I, Aaron Darnold is a behemoth. I just think their team, um, top to bottom, is just the most well-rounded. Sean McVay is a hell of a coach. I mean, honestly, I'm like it, to me. I if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And I mean, I don't really see a whole lot of what they lost from last year outside of maybe Vaughn Miller and Odell. Mm-hmm. But they added Allen Robinson to the team. So in terms of receiving, I wouldn't exactly say they got worse. And I'm gonna mm-hmm. say their defense probably is a little bit worse than last year. But I don't. It, I don't think anyone else has yeah. bridged the gap. I think this is where it gets a little weird for me. Even though I don't have the Rams winning their division, I think they are the team that comes out of the NFC. Um, at the end of the day, they got one of the best three or four quarterbacks in the conference. They got a team that now knows how to do it. And while I think there's going to be a little bit of Super Bowl hangover... Um, I think they'll figure things out by midseason, go on a run, and then just be dominant in the playoffs because they're extremely well-rounded across the board. Um, You look at their biggest threats. Tampa Bay is not better than last year. They're definitely worse. The Green Bay Packers are not better than last year. They're definitely worse. You don't really trust a single team in the NFC East to make a run. The Rams' biggest threat maybe coming out of their own division in terms of trying to get out of the NFC to the Super Bowl um, between the Cardinals and the 49ers. I think... Unless you think Minnesota is a dark horse-type team with that reinvigorated offense. I was going to say... What's funny is I, I truthfully think, yeah, outside of the 49ers or Cardinals coming out of their own division, I truthfully think the next scariest team for them might truthfully be the Eagles. And that's, you know, that's the dark horse of Jalen Hurts, you know, it, coming out with yeah. the, you know, I, accuracy. That That's how concerned I am with his accuracy. If Jalen Hurts becomes a league average passer of the ball, the Eagles may actually be the second favorite to come out of the NFC. Yeah. Um, but that's how big of a concern I have. 
he has all the weapons, but I don't think he'll be able to fully utilize them. But what I will say is having a guy like A.J. Brown means he doesn't always have to make a perfect throw because sometimes A.J. Brown's just going to burn the shit out of whoever's guarding yeah. Um So it'll be a really interesting season. Um, but I, is it also fair to say that the NFC is a much weaker conference than oh, the yeah. AFC? Yeah, no, um, I, so think so. I, I think things are a little more cut and dry. But that does it for our talk today on the NFC. Uh, please tune in to the next episode that we'll be dropping a day later on the AFC, and we will talk to you guys later. Peace.